Welcome along to our first session here on Full Time. This is our last Full Time for uh, 2018. Just want to send a big shout out to all our listeners out there. Uh, uh, and also, in particular, a, a big, big shout out going out to our sponsors, Race Greg Motors, of course, down there on Gray Street. Joining us this morning, we, who we have with us, Ra Walker. Morning, bro. Yeah, good morning, boys. And uh, yeah, it's been a long year, Casey, uh, an uneventful year. So uh, be good to see the back of it and uh, bring on 2019. Hopefully, it'll be a lot more prosperous for, for, for all of us. Yeah, indeed. Also joining us from up there in uh, in Pyro, where there's been heaps and heaps of lightning and thunder, we have our man um, Rena Wilkinson. Morena, bro. Yeah, morena, 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 boys. Uh, yeah, end of the show for the year, so uh, it's gone by pretty quick, eh? You know, bring on the uh, festive season, holiday season. Let's hope we do have summer weather. No thunder, lightning like we have had uh, for the last 10 hours non-stop. But it's life. Uh, wake up another morning. You get to listen to us here on Full Time. Yes, indeed. Also joining us from over there in Australia, we have our man, uh, Jason Tafifirangi. Morena, JT. Yeah, morena, Keith. Morena, boys. Morena to, morena to everyone out there. It must be the same weather patterns we're having uh, over here as what's happening in Pyro. Lots of thunderbolts and lightning, and it's uh, very, very frightening. <laughs> indeed, it Shout must be. <laughs> now, um, before we get into, I suppose, uh, you know, what, what's going on over the year, some interesting things have happened, uh, uh, you know, kind of recently. Um, in particular, one of the things that kind of stands out for me is, um, uh, what, what's her name? Uh, Katrina, well, formerly Katrina Grant, but uh, Katrina Rory. You, have you heard about that, um, Reno? Yeah, not in the Silver Fern squad. A uh, bit of a uh, shock, obviously, for uh, most of the netball followers. And uh, recently, like you say, uh, just got married, bro. And, you know, she was a stalwart of the uh, team for many years. And it was a grueling session, the trials. And uh, she didn't make the cut. So that's just the way it is. And uh, Noel's gone with another team and a couple of young deputants. I know one young girl from uh, over your way, over mm. at Pro, has made the team as well. So, um, yeah, no, well, it's just part of life, mate. Uh, it's just the way it is. She's got to build a team, go forward, and uh, unfortunately, uh, Katrina's not part of their mould at the moment. But hey, I would guess the door will be open for uh, other series of games coming up as well, mate. Indeed. Uh, I just thought it was interesting because, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, how, how do you think the Silver Ferns will go on with her? I mean, I know it's going to be very difficult, and I think it's difficult for her in particular, but a lot of the other... You know, you know, some of the others that that have made the team are, are quite quite saddened by it. And uh, what do you reckon? Yeah, I suppose so. You know, um, in hindsight, we'll see how it goes. Uh, see what happens with the netball series. I suppose you know, if we start getting back on that winning formula. Uh, hey, we won't really talk about it. But like you say, pole. That's what she's known as. Is pole to the uh, players, and she's been part of that uh, whole team structure for what close to a decade, I would guess, mate. But um. Has to come to an end. Uh, who knows? You know, it uh, might get revealed in the new year that she's hapu, right. and that may be why um, she's not being picked. Uh, no one knows, but it's just one of those things. Uh, life carries on, mate, and you just got to carry on what the team he has. And hey, that's what Nolan's done, and uh, she put them through three uh, massive uh, trial scenarios. And there's a couple other players that didn't make the cut as well. So look at Bailey Mears. 
who's been in the shooting circle mm. uh, with uh, Maria as well. She's not even in that mould. So, yeah, hey, it's just one of those things. That's uh, just that's just part of life, mate, in sports. Now, uh, JT, there's uh, a big boxing match, I dare say, for our man Joseph Parker. Um, <laughs> this is something that he, well, without a doubt, it's going to be difficult for him, but... Um, uh, he needs to win this in order to probably continue on in his career. Otherwise, I reckon it's probably over. What do you reckon? Oh, geez, Keith, you pulled me a yoga first up, mate. <laughs> I, I know he's fighting. I don't know who he's fighting. I don't know what's being said. Unfortunately, uh, the coverage over here has been minimal. So, yeah, right. you see what you see on Facebook. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't even played a shot, Keith. You've clean bowled me, mate. <laughs> what, do you, what do you reckon there, um, Ra? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, even uh, even old JP, uh, not JP, but JP, uh, Joseph Parker, he's sort of realising that, um, you know, it's crunch time now and uh, this, this guy he's up against uh, can can literally go either way. I mean, it depends on who the uh, informed boxer of, 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 of the bout is going to be, you know, once you're in the ring. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to put my money on, on Joseph. I mean, you know, he's really, there's a reason he's been around for for a little while, but uh, it could well be a, a really interesting fight. Uh, may not be the encounter that we thought might be, a, you know, one-sided affair. I think uh, this uh, his opponent's going to go out there and give it his all, as, as you'd expect most, uh, you know, up-and-coming boxers to do, and uh, you know, try and knock uh, Joseph uh, for six. Uh, let's hope he doesn't do that. Reno, if he, if uh, you know, I reckon it's pretty much um, done and dusted if he doesn't. Do well in this fight, eh? What do you reckon? Yeah, you're right, Keith. The, uh, I would guess that would be it. That'll pull the curtains down on Dosa Parker. Look, there's not many people who invested money into this. Uh, it was 40 bucks for last guy. No one's really uh, invested. I've seen that come up on the news. So there's no interest in the fight. No surprise that uh, JT hasn't heard about on the yeah, old Goldie true. there because really uh, Parker's uh, kind of disappeared all of a sudden uh, since that big fight. Alexander Flores, a Californian USA uh, fighter. He comes with some good credentials. Uh, this will be a tough one for Joseph Parker. I'm excited about some of the earlier fights. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, Brown Butterbean up yep. against Manu Vatuve. I know yesterday they all had their weigh-ins. And a bit of tongue-in-cheek as they do. A few of the Warrior boys have gone down to uh, watch Manu. But, uh, hey, you know, we'll bring on the big fight. Uh, Parker's got to win, really. Mm. He's got the pressure on him if he wants to uh, keep the New Zealand Samoan faithful and carry on with the career in 2019. What does that also mean for uh, Kevin Barry? Doesn't sound like uh, he wants to hang around in 2019 as well. So, a bit of pressure um, around JP at the moment. Uh, I know he's come out yesterday, went on social media with a bit of tongue in cheek and all this type of stuff. I thought, well, Joseph, shut your mouth and let your talking do in the ring tonight, mate. So, we'll see what happens. Well, I guess, uh, JT, uh, something that you, you must know something about is, of course, the uh, test between India and Aussie. Have you been catching up with that? Yeah, cricket. Australia won lost yesterday at Perth, uh, two seventy-seven to six. So honours probably tilting towards Australia at this stage, but uh, a long way to go. Indeed, and of course, I think um, Sri Lanka and New Zealand get started um, uh, today down there at. Uh, oh, it must be must be the Basin Basin Reserve down in Wellington. I think so. Uh, yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I've got no idea. <laughs> 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 Fair enough. Real quick, um, what else has been happening in sport there, um, Reno? Well, I suppose the biggest talking point of sport uh, this week uh, had to be the other night, mate. Uh, the ASB Rugby Awards. Yes. Uh, Kendra yes, Coxie yes. 
creating history, uh, the first female uh, ever in rugby history to be uh, engraved onto uh, the Carl Tremaine Trophy. So that was a massive night mm. dominated by the uh, woman. Uh, Black Ferns winning the team of the year as well. And when you take a look at that whole night, and I was watching that on TV only because the Teens Valley boys are there, and yeah. I see our own captain, Brett Ranga, won the Heartland Player of the Year. Mm. Uh, Crusaders actually won the uh, National uh, Team of the Year as well. But overall, uh, great to see the uh, female recognised uh, in the sport of rugby. And it was just a fitting night. Uh, Kendra, at the age of 30, her twin sister was there as well. Uh, she's returning down to Taranaki. Some of the girls who are there, part of the uh, Sevens team, will be in Tauranga today because they've got the big Sevens rugby getting underway uh, this morning, as we speak on our show, actually. It's right. just started uh, this morning. The first game's up and going. So massive uh, inclusion of our Sevens rugby. Well, you think the girls, they live all in Mount Manganui now, the whole seven structures with their partner, uh, partners, I should say. So uh, they all reside over there makes them more of a bonding session, uh, training session easier. They train through summer, keep in touch. So quite surprising, not many realise that they actually all live in the one town now and that's how they get to have the dream run. But uh, that dream continued last uh, Thursday night with, of course, uh, the ladies dominating the ASB Rugby Awards. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Steve Hansen, yesterday morning, mate, 9 o'clock, not going to be around it after 2019. Okay. Okay, well, that was pretty much on the cards about Henson, though, wasn't it? I mean, uh, uh, I don't think it was a big surprise to a lot of people. What do you reckon, Ra? Yeah, well, I think uh, Shag had been uh, dropping hints, uh, you know, throughout the year, and there was a lot of expectation that he was going to be pulling the plug on his illustrious uh, career as coach of the ABs, of the All Blacks, and, uh, you know, perfect timing. I mean, he's going to see it through to the, to the next World Cup in 2019, and Let's hope he can sort of, um, you know, end his uh, career as uh, what could well be one of the greatest rugby coaches ever on, on a high by taking out uh, next year's, um, you know, Rugby World Cup. I don't want to put a on him, but uh, no doubt he's going to try his bandit to handle off on a high. And, uh, you know, it'll be uh, who's going to be replacing him. Um, there's already been a few names mentioned, but uh, no doubt as, as the time gets closer in 2019, you're going to see a lot of, uh, you know, coaches come out of the woodwork, and uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be quite interesting. Uh, one guy, one guy, sort of uh, like is our Canterbury Crusaders man, old uh, Robinson, Scotty Robinson. You know, mm, he's a colourful character, isn't he? I love it. Isn't I love he? it when they play those uh, highlights <laughs> of him doing a yes. breakdown to yes. sitting on his back. You know, how the rugby coaches of, of that of that calibre and of that ilk uh, do you see doing that? You know. That, to me, epitomises a guy who can have a, a little bit of a laugh at himself and then enjoy a bit of fun with, uh, you know, the team, especially if they're sort of giving it their all throughout the whole season. So, yeah, I, I, I you know, because at first I thought, no, nah, I wouldn't like him. But then as I got to realise more about him and, uh, you know, he's a bit of a character, uh, yeah, he, he may well be just what the uh, All Blacks are looking for. Good player, too, back in the day. But good player as well. Um, well so... Would that sort of thing go against him with the slip up on Nick? Things could indeed be changing there, um, JT. That brings up a very good point, though. But things could indeed be changing. What do you reckon, Reno? He could be the next AB uh, coach. 
Yeah, well, they've got them given. He, he he's for it. He's uh, already said it at the rugby awards when they interviewed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty twenty, he'll put his hand up there after twenty nineteen, and uh, want to coach the All Blacks. So yeah, he's put himself forward. Joe Smith, well, he's kind of sitting on the fence. Uh, he did talk about retiring after the uh, Irish Irish uh, yeah. World Cup performance yeah. uh, next year. So, but now he's uh, come back out of the woodwork and said, well, you know, he might think about that AB job. They're only riding on him because of what he's just done against the All Blacks and how he's won the uh, Six Nations. If I had to pick between the two, I'd go for the colourful Razor Robinson. Mm. Uh, what he can do. If this guy wins another Super Rugby franchise next year in 2019 with the Crusaders, guarantee you he will be the All Black coach yeah. 2020. Yeah. I yep. guarantee you that one. Yeah. No, I think he, he certainly... He's already, he's, already, he's already in the structure. Yes. So, yes. yes. They've entered him in, and, and for that particular reason too. And so... Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what what abounds um, next year. That's for sure. Uh, I just want to go back real quick, um, talking about you know, because I think it was just phenomenal hearing about um, uh, Kendra Coxedge, um, you know, getting that uh, getting her name put on that uh, Caltramain Trophy. I, I think that's just something unbelievably awesome. Uh, quite frankly, uh, considering that this is a young girl that who who. Well, well, when she was young, she started playing for the um, uh, Black Ferns. I think she was uh, still a teenager. I'm not even sure she she had just left school or she might have still been in school. But, you know, she's been in there for for a long, long time. She's been part of that um, uh, Black Ferns um, team for a very long time. Uh, and, and, and it's just uh, awesome for her in particular, I think, to to get the accolades that, that she's gotten, isn't it, Reno? It is, mate, and I think uh, everyone on the rugby circle kind of uh, thanks and praises her ballet teacher because okay. that's where it started. She's no good at ballet with her twin sister, mm-hmm. kept falling over herself and everything. Uh, then she decided to quit ballet, and the t- uh, ballet teacher said to her, when you go around at the back there, you can't do ballet, go and kick that football. <laughs> well, the rest is history from there onwards. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, she started playing club rugby down in uh, Taranaki, yes. represented her province uh, straight through to Blackburns, as you say, as a youngster. Uh, at the age of 30, you would think she's got a couple more years in her. Mm. She's uh, guaranteed a couple more years to the fans out there because she wants to be part of the uh, World Cup yes. here in Aotearoa 2021. Uh, that's where she's already said she's going to do her farewell. Uh, at the age of 32 is not that old these days. You take a look at Tema Parabaili. He's put herself up at the age of 43 for netball. You take a look at the uh, captain of the current Black Ferns. You know, some of these girls aren't in their prime, but still got age, still got the heart, and loves to wear the black jersey, mate. So outstanding. I would never have picked her to be the first female ever on that trophy. Mm. I thought it would have gone to someone like, and I'll say, Portia Woodman, something like that. Okay. Someone like that. Uh, yeah, but I would never, ever have picked this young Kendra Coxedge to be the first female ever to be engraved on that trophy. But you take your head off to her, mate, and just to listen to her speak, uh, she doesn't say much. They call her Elmo. Right. Because um, she looks like bloody Elmo. <laughs> True. So, uh, yeah, just really good to watch her speak. Uh, all the fans around her. And I think Michaela Blyde, who won the uh, Sevens uh, Female Player of the Year here in Aotearoa and even in the world, just to talk about them, eh? So you can tell the bonding uh, in amongst this uh, girl champion team. And, hey, it was just a flaw. They lost those two games. Well, lost to France. Nothing major there. So uh, who won next year? Bring it on, eh? I no, can't wait. Absolutely. I remember seeing this girl well, when she was um, still in high school. 
um, playing for the Taranaki um, Hurricane Secondary School team uh, at, at the time here in Gisborne. I remember her when when, when she came here for um, the Hurricanes tournament that they uh, used to have back in those days. And uh, I'll, I'll be honest, she, she was very impressive back then. And I think that's when, around about the time when her, uh, well, she, she was, I don't know what, what year that was, might have been 2006 or 2007, but I'm pretty sure that she made the Black Ferns that that year that she she came here so you know she 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 was very very young very talented um and i i, I agree with you i i uh, i say good on her um for for, for winning that, yeah. those accolades i think it was it's pretty something pretty awesome anyways hey hey reno yeah you're right you are right keithy and uh then from there she went through down to canterbury and uh we've seen what they've done in the championship and the ladies uh farrah farrah palmer cup just listening to Farrah Palmer talk as well, the drive, uh, she was one of the main instigators to bring that 2021 uh, World Cup to Aotearoa. Just to hear the uh, passion she had when it comes to uh, representing Māori around that rugby, bo- rugby board, the only female on that board, and just the pleasure and the, and the emotions for her to give uh, in recognition to one of the greatest Māori rugby players of all time, uh, Waka Nathan. Yes. who uh, was uh, you know, accredited at the awards late that night. So, yeah, yeah, there's been a lot of work done behind the scenes, but year done, mate, before you know it. A few weeks' time, uh, well, we'll be seeing um, some super rugby, but leave that till next year. Indeed. Well, let's get on to... Um... Sorry, sorry. So, so, so what were you saying, JT? This lady is the first wahine to win the top award for rugby player. Yes. Is there a... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you think at the board ceremony they would have been on a knife's edge or on something else? I don't know, bro. I don't know. What do you reckon, Reno? What was it? Uh, what was that? Sorry. What was it? What were you saying again, JT? Do you think that at the at the ceremony that the crowd would have been on a knife's edge or on something else's edge? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they were, I would guess so, because I don't think it was a surprise uh, with yeah. the amount of uh, it seemed ladies not to that be. have turned up. And this year it has rolled out to be in a big year. You know, if you like, we're going to talk about the highlights of the year, and the ladies' rugby has been a highlight for me overall. Uh, and what I've liked about that is just how they've been recognised with that as well. If I turn around, JT, uh, compared to our midweek, there was the uh, New Zealand Rugby League Awards, uh, no one in the bloody country would have known that was on. Really? Let alone that Jared Whitey Hargraves uh, had won that as well. Hmm. So uh, I was talking to Sir Peter Leach yesterday, and he was asked to be a guest on uh, a TV show yesterday morning. He blatantly turned them down. He says, mate, your TV channel and another channel didn't even <laughs> cover anything, even in the sporting news. So he told them where they could go, where the right. sun don't shine, and uh, catch up with them uh, next year or something like that, you know, because he just didn't want to be part of a talking piece to represent a game he's loved and passionate about all his life, and no bloody main me- mainstream media gives it gives it a hoot. So right. yeah, he was pretty brassed off. He's down with Joseph Parker. I think he wants to jump in the ring there and have a fight with him at the moment while he's feeling. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's just the uh, flip side of it, and it really kicked him in the nuts. He said right. to have no coverage on the mainstream media about the New Zealand Rugby League awards. That just tells you the passion of the guy. You know his newsletter. It's been going since 2012. I uh, ended the sweet, the final one never, and uh, he's got to worry about health and uh, living life and enjoying life. Uh, but yeah, just shows the difference that you made uh, between one that gets a lot of recognition, like we touched on in this show, and the coverage, uh, let alone to um, a lot of leaguey fans, mate. The passion of um, 
you know, league. The only time you recognise the bloody thing is um, when they win something. I didn't know that the uh, New, New Zealand Rugby League Awards was on um, at all. Did you, Ra? Yeah, I just I just saw the highlights of um, and making mention about why why they you know that yep. one that uh, that 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 league title and uh, that was it. Um, it just shows the uh, the support that rugby league gets here in New Zealand to uh, you know mm. to your brother rugby, uh, which is which is sad and which will always probably be like that. Unfortunately, it's it's just um, it's just the way this, this, this uh, you know this country seems to. Seems to sort of oh. operate, which is really sad if you ask me. Yeah, I, I agree. Anyway, let's roll on. Um, well, let's get to our highlights first of all. Our highlights of the year. JT, we'll start off with you, eh? Uh, sporting highlights? Yes. Sporting yeah, highlights. It might have happened about a month or so ago. Jamaica qualifying for Rugby League World Cup 2021, uh, beating the USA in the last pool match for the Americas qualifying pool. So that's mine, boys. Jamaica qualifying for Rugby League's World Cup in 2021. Excellent. What about you, uh, Ra? What are you? What was your sporting highlight of 2021? Yeah, um, probably a similar, uh, similar path to, to, to JT, but in Rugby Union with um, Germany, they have to qualify for the for the next year's World Cup. They'd come and play Samoa uh, in Apia um, earlier this year, and uh, I think they got well beaten, but um, you know, I think they had another Rupert charge. Not too sure how they did, but, uh, you know, it always interests me, like, as they said about Jamaica and, and Germany, you know, I like um, those minnow countries. It, it's good for any code for them to try and sort of um, use any any sort of um, leading games as a as a bit of a booster to, to profile the, the, the code of, or the sport of choice in, the, in their countries. And, uh, you know, that's what really interests me. So, yeah. Mm, okay. Germany, I mean, this is Germans we're talking about. You know, once they adapt to something, man, they, they don't stop. They give it the, the full 110 German sort of uh, attention. Fair enough. What about you, Reno? <coughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose uh, early year, mate, was uh, Kelly Brazier running through uh, the Aussie yes. defence and uh, winning yeah. the uh, goal for Aotearoa's jumping and raw watching it on the screen. Yeah. But uh, I suppose for me, being a Warriors fan, mate, um, Five in a row at the start of the year, mm. making the uh, top eight, and mm. uh, you know the double header up there in Auckland. So uh, yeah, I'll stick it, up and stick my head out there for the uh, Warriors fans, and been a pretty stellar year, and you know so far made to the finals, and well, hey, and the other one will be the other bloody Blues, the New South Wales Blues beating <laughs> Queensland finally. So there you go. I suppose so. Uh, I guess my my main sporting highlight because they, they, to be honest, they were a a bunch of highlights over the year, wasn't there? But I, I think um, the one that stands out uh, for me, and I think for for um, a, a quite a lot of New Zealanders, um, is winning um, two silver medals in the uh, Winter Olympics by these two young kids, you know, who are from down south around the Queenstown area. Um, uh, what was the name? Zoe um, Sodowski Sonnet. Uh, she was uh, she was only sixteen at the time, and of course uh, Nico Porteous, who um, uh, once uh, also a sixteen year old. I think he won a bronze. So um, I I think uh, that for me. Oh no, they both won bronze. That for me was uh, a big highlight for the um, Olympics, the uh, Winter Olympics. 
because we'd never won a, a medal before ever in a Winter Olympics. So um, that for me, I think, was one of the big um, big sporting highlights. Anyway, we'll be back. We're coming back with more um, full time right after this. On behalf of the full timers, I would just like to say big thanks to Joachim Currid, who brings us our music intro. Check him out on joachimcurrid.com. He's also on YouTube, Twitter, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Spotify, Instagram, and follow him on Facebook. Another big thanks goes out to Silent Partner, who brings us our outro. Check out their music on YouTube. And also thanks must go to the Polish Ambassador for the backing music for this promo. Check out the Polish Ambassador on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Beatport, Instagram, Twitter, and on his website, thepolishambassador.com. You're listening to a podcast produced by Turangi FM, number one iwi radio station in Aotearoa. We play each full-time session on Turangi FM, Saturday mornings at 10am. You can listen in live on our Turangi FM media page. Just click the main Turangi FM logo to tune in online. Or if you're in the Gisborne area, we're on the radio frequencies 91.7, 95.7 and 98.1. Also check out the full-time Facebook page where you can listen to the podcast again. Make comments and click links that will lead you to other ways to listen to the podcast, such as Spreaker, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, Podchaser and Tumblr. Right, let's get back to the fools on full time. Welcome back to our second session here on full time. I want to send a shout out once again going out to our sponsors, Race Greg Motors. Of course, they're down there on Gray Street. Go and check them out. Right, now, uh, what, back to some of our other highlights of 2018. What, what are some of the other highlights that um, you've experienced this year there, um, JT? Uh, of, nature, of, what, of what nature, Keithy? Of any nature, of, of um, any, any particular nature, I suppose. Oh, well, look, uh, well, since 21st back in July, and we were fortunate enough to take the whole family and a few others on a month, sorry, three-week trip away to, to parts of Asia, Thailand and Vietnam and Malaysia and places like that. So that was a really uh, a good time for us to, to get away and, um, you know, just experience different cultures. And uh, it's actually a, quite a privilege to be able to report back to, mm. to the full-time show different parts of the world so yeah that was my highlight for the year boys yes that was a that was really good though way eh? i mean uh hearing about some of the um things that you got up to over there in asia and uh you know and, and in particular <laughs> how much I, I suppose you enjoyed it eh yeah definitely i didn't tell you all of it but just sort of give you a brief out of it i'm the whole <laughs> Excellent stuff. What about you, Rap? 
any other um, particular highlights come out for you um, in 2018? Yeah, oh, just yeah, we got through another year of uh, this uh, illustrious show, Kitty, and uh, you know, bring on 2019. Uh, I hear a few changes in in, in the pipeline uh, for media in general. So uh, you know, it's what's the space, but. Uh, yeah, I suppose uh, from a uh, sporting highlight, uh, the Blues, they finally found a bit of form, or Auckland finally found a bit of form and, and got back into their, their winning ways. So uh, that'll be a watch the space for, uh, for 2019. And uh, good to see local girl uh, Kiwi Urupui make, uh, you know, make the New Zealand Nepal team. Uh, I think uh, a lot of the Kazis uh, and Gizzi and up the case will be quite wrapped at, uh, you know, there's... Uh, there's a local girl flying a flag in, in the uh, door Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what about you, Reno? Yeah, I suppose off the sporting field, uh, for, uh, just spending some family time made over the year. And uh, I know a bit more about the uh, trip that JT uh, touched on talking to my sister because was, she was part of that yes. trip with the boys. And they had a wonderful time, mate. And I know that uh, she's loved it and she's coming back over here soon. Um, yeah, just being out there coaching and being alongside uh, my moko bro, uh, it's been a highlight uh, with this little sporting stuff, watching him on his motorbike, uh, just helping and uh, coaching kids in sport. I just love giving back and, uh, you know, uh, being part of that uh, off the field. Uh, on the sports side of things, being a motorsport fan, Lounsey winning Bathurst, a dream. Uh, Scotty McLaughlin winning the V8s. Um, what else is there? God, I, I there's so much. Uh, just to the sporting people in general, you know, who struggle with tough times and they come on through and uh, win and get the accolades. Uh, you got to take your head off to all of those end teams. Uh, look at their under-17 skills football team just recently. Yes. But they've achieved, mate. So it has been a massive year of so many highlights. Uh, hard to remember and hard to uh, recognise and end the sound of the show because I'll miss something out. And yeah, but to everyone, I think, who's done extremely well in 2018, ride the high. And, uh, and if you're not for the How Big Awards, uh, for the big awards coming up early next year. Good luck. And, yeah, it's just been a massive uh, massive year of sport, mate. One of the things that we have um, continually over, uh, you know, over quite some years in doing uh, full-time is, um, I suppose, uh, in the promotion of um, maybe women's sport, in particular rugby. Uh, I, I guess that's one of the things that we've done over, over quite a, a long period of time. And um, one of the great things, and I'm sure you'll agree with me there, Reno, is, that, is the fact that, um, you know, uh, it, it's kind of been a woman's year of you know, pretty much. Uh, would, you, would you agree with that? Yeah, totally, mate. You know, you mentioned rugby there. Think about the uh, NRL Women's Rugby League competition, the uh, state of origin is such, and I know JT can uh, roll with this as well because uh, that's been a big stepping stone. Uh, for the ladies as well. So, like, you know, been a successful year uh, with the uh, ladies on the footy field, whether that be union or league. Mm. But, yeah, you're right, mate. Uh, it has been a huge year uh, for our wahine era, and you've got to take your head off to them. And uh, like uh, JT said, uh, what was that girl's name? Uh, Cox Edge. So, uh, <laughs> you know, she just uh, put the uh, icing on the cake uh, winning that award. But, yeah, it has been a stellar year uh, for all the ladies. Um, you know, you look at their football team as well, mate. Um even our, our youth uh, sevens team went to their was Olympics just uh, yes. two or three months ago. Yes, the young team yep. Yep. won the gold over there. Uh, it has. It's just been a, a wow year. We're a wahine, bro. Yeah, it has been, uh, isn't it, Ryan? And, and, and you'd be with us because uh, we have been talking about talking up the women's sport for for some time on the show, haven't we? 
Oh, yeah, and uh, look, I'll tell you, you know, the, the, the full-time show itself is uh, throughout the years is, is sort of moved ahead in leaps and bounds from just covering, you know, the male-dominated uh, sporting events that, you know, we've sort of tended to focus a lot more on, 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 on the female codes as well, which um, which is a sign of the times, you know, the diversity there is now in sport, and it's always good to not just promote, uh, you know, the fellas, but also uh, our ladies, I mean, they give as, as good as they get, and uh, you know I'm glad uh, there are a lot of changes have, have have taken place where they are now getting recognised and even compensated for mm. you know participating in, in what was once a lot of male-dominated sports. So um, you know a good sign, and um, and uh, may it long continue. One of the things, though, I, I think you'd pretty much agree with me too, Ra. Um, the transgender issue in sport. Uh, what do you reckon? Yeah, well, me personally, I still, you know, if I'm being honest, I still find uh, um, I'm still getting my 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 my, my head around it. I mean, I used to be mm. like with uh, with, with the female uh, in, entry into you know the male dominated sports. That took me a little while to sort of um, yep. you know evolve to like everybody else. Yes. I thought. You know, women should just stick to netball as, as ancient as that philosophy sounds. But, you know, I've come around uh, throughout the years to realise that, now nah, women, women can give as good as they get. And uh, no doubt for uh, the transgender community, probably the same in, in, in that field as well. I mean, you know, sport's one of those um, activities that's open to, to everyone. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, all I care about when I'm watching a sporting event is that it's interesting. And it's uh, and then it's a close game or close match, and uh, you know I wouldn't care if aliens were playing it, um, as long as it sort of you know gets my gets my interest up, and uh, it's 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 a great game. Well then, hey, I'll, I'll probably end up watching it. What about you, JT? What do you what do you reckon about the um, transgender issue entering into uh, the sporting arena? Oh, uh, you look right. I've got no problem with women playing you know, male-dominated sports, traditional sports like your rugby and your league and all that. I don't want to cross over. But where I do draw the line is people like Lowell Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's trying to become a lady, a woman, and it's competed in a power sport, which is weightlifting. I mean, come on. You, you know, mate, I, I, I get there's a, a mental sort of a disability or an issue going on inside their heads and they're not happy with the way they look or whatever. I mean, <laughs> I'm not happy with the way I look. I'm still going to be a man, but uh, I'm not going to go against women and, and yes. um, weightlifting. Yeah. Get a grip, mate. So I guess there was a bit of karma when uh, when Laura, I don't even know what is it, it's Laurel. she broke his yeah. arm. Yeah, and so, um, yes. yeah. That's the karma. So, coming down on you, Lauren, Laurel. The <laughs> uh, so, Laurel, Laurel. Yeah, Laurel, I think it is. It's it's a very, I don't know. Is it a touchy issue there, Reno? Um, what do you reckon? Yeah, very touchy, touchy issue, mate. Um, I don't know if they're touchy, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things. Right. <laughs> um, I I suppose. Look, twenty nineteen is going to be a year where it's opened up. A eh? last few weeks we've seen a uh, transgender boxer. Uh, go get in a ring and being booed yes. after winning the fight. Uh, it's just one of those things. I think most are going to have to just accept, like everything else. Uh, it's just coming through, and I think the ongoing flow over the next ten years is going to be unbelievable uh, yeah. from that side of it. So, hey, it's just something we're going to have to deal with. I would guess I'm the same as JT, mate. Uh, you know, 
guy to girl and you go into powerlifting, it should never happen. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I don't I don't mind the other way around. Yes. Which is all good. If they want if they are lady and turn into a man and want to get get into a, a mean sport thing and go one on one or whatever the hell it is, that's fine. But when it's the other way and if you're doing power to power strength type of stuff, um, no, nah, I'm not into that. But yeah, I suppose I've got to be open minded, mate, and that's just the way it is, eh? Is it confusing though? Um because I I, I, I I don't know if I'm confused or what or what's gonna be happening. I mean uh, well, yeah, it is confusing, especially when you put them into the uh, sport of fencing, bro. You don't know what they're going to happen there. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Anyway, um, I, I, I guess one of the hot, well, for me, anyway, there, there's been a lot of highlights um, throughout the year. Uh, obviously, um, the New Zealand rugby women becoming professional, so finally getting paid. The NRL women's... Um, team getting uh, you know uh, getting on the field getting on the paddock and that uh but i think one of um, my big highlights of the year was uh the introduction the, the, how about this the introduction of jt onto full time there you go that's that's probably one of the biggest highlights um for me what do you reckon there jt well it's taking you 10 months since <laughs> i was just keeping up, you know, up and sort of running out of uh, patience on this I'm going to get some sort of uh, credence here for the <laughs> ratings in the show. When I came, there was one list, and now we've got two. <laughs> yes, you, you increased our <laughs> listenership by 50%. 100%, I should say. I doubled it. Yes, indeed. 100%. Yeah. Thanks, boys. <laughs> I, I, I sent Ra Walker a Facebook message saying, oh, is there any sports shows? I wouldn't want to have a bit of a chat about different things. And, you know, here we are. That was back in February, and it's now... Late December, December. and uh, no, it's been a thrill and a buzz, and long may it continue. I, I think it's been awesome. Uh, one of the other things was um, some of the, uh, the you know, some of the, the guests that you uh, also brought in, like um, Willie James, I think, was the first one. Um, Jeff, my old mate, Jeff, Jeff Moses, and, of course, um, Tohinari. Was there another one? I can't really remember. I think that was it, pretty much, yep. don't I? It, hmm. uh, it was my mate, Nee Bevan. Nee, that's right. Thing. Yes. Can you delete the first half of the show? Apparently, it was one of the best ones ever. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> highlights, see? Great highlights. Great highlights. Any other sort of highlights for you, Zira? Oh, look, I tell you, you know, one thing we were going to give JT to take that to, and a lot, of, a lot of shows trying to test to this, is that he's given us international appeal. Yes. I mean, yes. you know, how many shows had that international input? Not, not very many. They all, it's always national or local, but, you know, we seem to cover the, the big three, the local, national, and international. So, you know, and and, and, and it's always good. I mean, because that's what I always think the media communication should be about, you know, one, not just sort of um, talking about, you know, the, the sport that we love, but also bringing in whānau from abroad who, you know, can sort of just let family here know how they are and, and that will keep me, they say so, no, and, and long may they continue. But uh, look, I'll tell you, uh, no doubt we're going to have a, you know, a few more sort of uh, highlights and lowlights in, in 2019, and I'm hoping that one of those lowlights isn't that we don't win the Rugby World Cup for sure. But uh, something that they caught my attention this week was, um, I think the boys were talking about the Waka Nathan uh, Award at uh, the, the recent um, prize giving. Um, yeah, there was a little story I saw. I think it was in Sevens where. Michael Jones' son, Nico Jones, I think, was playing for New Zealand, and they were up against Canada. 
and there were three Kiwi boys playing for the Canadians, and one of them was the Moko, or the grandchild of the great Waka Nathan, Black wow. Panther. So, uh, so that was really interesting, and it was good to see him and old Nico sort of hanging out. So, you know, it's like that old saying, you can take the Kiwis out of uh, Aotearoa, but uh, you can't take Aotearoa out of the Kiwis. Yeah, actually, I think you, you, you're quite right there. Well, let's, seeing as you've um, kind of brought up um, the lowlights, uh, low and, and I'll, just before you, we do, actually, I think also one of the other highlights was the fact of having you, JT, in, um, in the Gold Coast when we had the Commonwealth Games. I mean, uh, you know, so we had somebody who was literally uh, in that area when we were talking about the Commonwealth Games, so that, I guess, has got to be another highlight. Hey, what do you reckon, um, JT? Yeah, it was, mate, although it, it sort of segues into one of my lowlights, too, which okay. is the performance of the Supertrends. Right. To Malawi, right. Probably a fair percentage of, of New Zealanders hadn't even heard of Malawi. No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the highlights of that population didn't even know they played netball. So that was one of my lowlights, obviously, coupled with the loss in the grand final by the Melbourne Storm. Not the fact that they lost, just the way they performed. They underperformed and saved their worst for last. So, yeah, that's my highlight, lowlight. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Ra? What were some of your what were your lowlights of uh, 2018? Oh, I suppose um, it's bored anyway. Um, probably the ABs um, losing not so much to South Africa, but to Ireland. Um, you know, mm. for me, uh, that was a bit of a, a bit of a bad in, in, in the stomach. But in saying that, it was also a good thing. I mean, it's, you know, for Countries to beat the the great unbeatable All Blacks and the All Blacks, the Ireland is probably the country that, that should do it. And uh, you know, from a from a sporting perspective, that that's probably uh, that was probably it. And um, I'm just hoping that uh, my uh, intuition towards uh, you know us not doing well at next year's World Cup doesn't come true because that will be a definite low life, especially. Um, you know, the winning highlights we've been on the last couple of World Cups, um, that will definitely sort of bring a bit of a, a gloomy cloud over, over most Kiwis here in New Zealand. Yeah, fair enough too, I suppose. Uh, I, I I remember, I think it was last week, I was, you know, because um, t- at times I listened, or I, should, should I say, I re-listen, I re-listen to um, our full-time shows, in particular through um, our podcasts on iTunes, and um, I can remember, I can remember when you were saying, you know, this was after um, England just lost to the uh, All Blacks, and you were saying, I think, I think it was Reno too. You you were saying that, um, you know, there's no way that the All Blacks will lose to Ireland. And lo and behold, guess what happens? They go and lose to Ireland, and um, deservedly so too, though, eh, Ra? They deserve to lose. Well, yeah, well, they did, and uh, you know, it's always good for rugby. But uh, see who the ref was. It was that man again. Uh, uh, you know, the, the most hated ref in uh, New Zealand rugby, I think. Yeah, uh, but uh, no, I, you, you take your head off to Ireland. I mean, the All Blacks, plain and simple, didn't play well. I mean, I, even even they thought I assumed that oh, okay, we're beating England because yep. England was their biggest obstacle in that tour, and they knew that. And, in most of the rugby world, but uh, you know, we took care of England, and then it was like, oh, I think they started to rest on their laurels just to see me. Nah, Ireland, no, we should, we, we should, we should take them out. Well, it wasn't to be, and it's written in history now. So, um, you know, always expect the unexpected, and, and never take anything for granted. And you know, me personally, I think that's a good thing as we head into the 2019 World Cup. Um, 
just to realise that you, you got to take every game as it comes. It doesn't matter who it is. If you're playing a, a, a sort of a you know two tier country like Zimbabwe or whatever, or a first tier country like England, you got to take every game and, and give it 150 uh, percent when you hit the field. What about you, Reno? Lowlights of 2018. Yeah, well, just quickly go back to one of the other highlights. A couple more there are the Tens Valley Swamp Foxes. Mm. Stellar season for them uh, after long, many years of suffering and uh, them finally winning and doing it tough by beating the two top teams. Uh, so that's a great result there. And I just want to reiterate too and uh, acknowledge uh, what you boys have said in regards to JT. Uh, it's been great having JT on the show, especially another passionate rugby league mm. fan. Mm. Uh, to have him on board, uh, ringing early hours in the morning, being part of our show from the Goldie, uh, covering the course uh, as he did over there on his uh, uh, holiday with the Farno as well. But I think uh, for me, uh, just knowing the guy and that he knows my sister kind of blew me away. And tell me how small, how small world, the eh? world is. <laughs> small world. Yeah, it, it just blew me right away. But yeah, just the passion he has uh in this rugby league corridor bro it's just been huge you know i've done the show with you guys for years and mm. we've covered a lot of rugby yes. and they haven't come on board uh it's been a bit of a blessing actually to have another stalwart of our rugby league and i know he's a hearty uh storm fan and supports his team right through they did they had a bit of a uh tickle one in the final but hey they'll always come back strong and we've seen a few of the uh, big rugby league names uh retire from this year that's been a massive um uh, leaving in the uh, great game. But, uh, yeah, of the lows, I would guess, on the rugby league centre things, hits the media a lot, mate, with some of the things these idiot players get up to. A lot of coverage, uh, more so in Australia, but always uh, gets the coverage here in old tier at all. So just one of those things on the low side of it. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just been the pleasure of having JT on board, bro. Mm, definitely. i I, I got to agree, actually, because I tell you what, um, this year has been very different from previous years when... Uh, our, our, I dare say, and, and, and this is because of you, JT, um, I dare say that our, our talks have mostly been rugby-dominated, haven't they? And, and this year, I think it's pretty much turned around. We've, we've been pretty much um, league-dominated, uh, especially during the, the NRL season. Um, so uh, I think that's a huge tribute to you there, JT. Okay, Kizzy, can I just say, JC, JT deserves the unofficial Fool of the Year award. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should bring that title back, uh, you know, for the four hosts. Uh, you know, we nominate who's the Fool of the Year, the, the deserved winner. And uh, I think JT better take that award out for, for, the, for the first time, I think, Fool of the Year. I think we're going to make that official. What do you reckon, JT? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Blindsided again, boys. Obviously, you've got to get them behind closed doors. <laughs> 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 You're going to pick on the homie Aussie kangaroo Skippy over here and say, no, nah, I'm going to stop him. It's regarded as an honour, JT. It's regarded as an honour. <laughs> no, what is what did you, JT, say? It's an honour to, to, to be a recipient of it. <laughs> um, well, it's an honour of... Great dignity and humility. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I'm just trying to think of what my low light... Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, that debacle of a boxing match. That debacle of a boxing match had to have been the low light of the year. Um, Sonny Bill Williams, and, and I tell you what, Sonny Bill Williams and that guy who he fought, that was, that had to be probably 
the biggest um, low light in a weekend of low lights with um, the fight between Fury and Dante Wilder and also um, oh, uh, Anthony Mundine and uh, that had to be one huge low light I thought in boxing you know and in the prestige of boxing that's for sure so uh, there we go that's my low light for um, 2018 plenty of highlights though but for me I think that was my uh, low light. What do you reckon, Reno? Yeah, boxing always takes a hammering, mate. Especially recent and yeah, that was a that was a dumb fight. That was glad I didn't bloody pay for it anyway. Yes. I'm glad it was free on Sky. <laughs> but yeah, boxing's been marred. Boxing's been marred with it. Uh, would you, if you go throughout the whole year, I suppose. I suppose people would go back and say, well, even uh, Joseph Parker, big builder to the Anthony Joshua, and. Uh, some would say that was a low, but anyway, you know, there's a lot of low lights made uh, throughout the year, and predominantly for me, it's um, sports players as well with some of the issues they get themselves into. Right. Also, male sports players, you know, off the uh, fields or off the just out of the things, the stupid stuff they do, especially when they represent your country or got a job. There are a lot of young aspiring uh, sportsmen want to do and. They get themselves in the, you know, in the crap and um, they do stupid stuff. And I don't know why, especially when you, God, mate, if I wanted to play for a club or something, I would just be buzzing. Mm. But, uh, yeah, just some of the silly things they do off the field, eh? It's all those antics. There's so many to just say, but I don't want to get into them individually. But just all that stuff, mate, just does my head. And, and then it gets a lot of media coverage and social media coverage. Social media coverage is the biggest one of them all. So, yes. Yes, there's a lot of um, stuff that's unnecessary, eh? Uh, there's a lot of yeah. that gets shown in particular on um, uh, on social media. I mean, there's just a, a, a lot of rubbish that, that gets bented around. Uh, you must agree with that too, eh, JT? Yeah, especially in relation to the Mundine fight. Obviously, I'm living over here, so that gets quite a bit of hype over here when he got knocked out. So there's a, a meme going around that says... Uh, my favourite kind of Aboriginal art is Mundine on canvas, which I thought was quite clever, uh, quite a bit cheeky. And also another one was, uh, you see a video clip of some two guys having a road rage and a lot of the comments, oh, that lasted longer than the Mundine fight. So, mm. <laughs> you know, some, some of the commentators, they've got a bit of a sense of humour and I quite, I quite like reading those just for the for the for for those comments and, and stuff like that. But yeah, boxing needs to sort itself out seriously because uh, we've touched on this several times, it's just becoming a bit of a farce. Yep. And with the event and the increased uh, pop- popularity of um, things like the UFC, uh, boxing got, got its work out pretty. I, I agree. I completely agree. Uh, also, I, I agree with your other um, low light. I mean, that had to be one of the major sporting low lights for most New Zealanders. I think um, uh, wasn't it uh, JT with uh, or, or Reno with. Um, uh, with the uh, Silver Ferns in their Commonwealth Games. I mean, that that was yeah. a huge low light, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, totally, mate. You know, especially when you're just across the ditch there. And, uh, oh, well, hey, you know, we can talk all about the low lights. Uh, this year's been a few of those. I've done it. Let's just hope we can uh, get more of the highlights coming through in 2019, mate. Um, just been one of those years, you know. But, yeah, for me, this whole uh, social media thing has taken a massive uh, front roll this year of 2018. Uh, Everyone loves to be a keyboard warrior. Uh, when they want to throw, hit when all hell hits the fan, mate, they go on the keyboard, put it out there, 
um, yeah, being a massive and wait till next year. Um, that's going to be crazy, you know, with social media these days, the way technology is going. That's been a massive introduction to uh, how people are predicting how a sport will go and if they want to say their two cents worth these days. Um, everyone's a bloody coach by the end of the day, mate. <laughs> Indeed, they are. So uh, well, we'll start off with you, Ra. What are you looking forward to in 2019? Oh, that uh, we all have a, a better year than 2018, Casey. That, uh, everyone's uh, health continues to be good and that, you know, we, all our, our dreams and the expectations come to, to fruition. Uh, in, in a sporting context, uh, for me, the big one uh, is always going to be the Rugby World Cup. I mean, can we make it, uh, what, two, three in a row? Um, that'll really sort of secure our dominance is, is what we've always known. What we will always know is that, you know, we are the best for the union. Um but I think there are a few other big sporting events in, in 2019, but I just haven't, you know, paid attention to them. It's, it's just the rugby and all the changes that are happening uh, in, in that particular code. So, yeah, that, that for me is the big one. 2019 in Japan, let's hope we can uh, bring home the bacon, the proverbial bacon. Reno, what, what, what's your, what are you looking forward to in 2019? Mate, basically just waking up and enjoying life, to be honest with you. Um, I've had a few, few too many friends uh, sadly pass away mm. this year, mate. Mm. Uh, you know, illnesses and everything like that. Uh, so just to be part of uh, enjoying life, bro. Um, getting out there and having fun with the whanau, uh, the moko and that, and doing what I enjoy. enjoy uh, just loving sport and spending whanau time, bro. Uh, that's the big thing. Uh, mid-year, May 8th, uh, fly out to the States. Uh, go to Disneyland for my 50th. Uh, obviously, Ra touched on it, Rugby World Cup as well. Uh, hoping for a, a stellar year by the Warriors. Um, but, yeah, just enjoying life, bro, and uh, being around for the family uh, is the big one for me for 2019 because, uh, yeah, you know, illnesses these days or anything can bloody happen these days, uh, the way the world has been seen with uh, all this horrible terrorism and everything like that. And, I don't know. We'll see what happens, mate. Just enjoy life. True enough. JT, what are you, what are you looking forward to? Yeah, definitely endorse what Reno touched on regarding illnesses. And, you know, you never know when your number's up. So just take each day as it comes, boys, and live life to the fullest because you'd like, you just never know. And uh, so we've uh, we've cut our ties with our kids now. We've done everything we can for them. My youngest <laughs> is 21, as I touched on earlier. So the wife and I have got a big 33-day-long uh, trip planned to Europe next year. Nice. And... Uh, just so happens, boys, this ties into my sporting, what I'm looking to in, in right. sports next year. Yes. There's three World Cups. There's the rugby one, but to me, the bigger one is the cricket one, which is yep. in, uh, the big final of that is three days after we arrive in London. And then the following Monday, there's uh, a Netball World Cup up in Liverpool. So Lois, my wife, is a big, huge, massive Netball fan. Right. So that ties in well with what yeah, And we're going to another mate I used to work with in the mines. Irish fellow used to come and stay with us on his week off. He's uh, getting married, and he always said to me over a couple of Guinnesses, you come to my wedding, and I'll get married. So we're going to go to, to his wedding in Ireland and have a look around uh, parts of uh, Eastern Europe too. Cool. So looking forward to that, boys. But, yeah, definitely, most importantly, some good health to all of us and to all our families and everyone out there. Just live life to the fullest and, uh, you know, carpe diem. He's the moment. Excellent, today, excellent stuff. Well, I, 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 I don't talk all what you both talk about, but um, I'm looking forward to, uh, and I've been saying it for 
at least well over a year now uh almost a year and a half <laughs> i think i've been saying it for a year and a half i would dare say 2019 warriors 2019 looking forward to the final <laughs> there we go in september still going hard for the warriors and, 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 and jt will be shouting out our ticket <laughs> <That's right>. mm. <laughs> so i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to uh to to to, to go into the final hey reno looking forward to going to watch the <laughs> yeah, final last in sydney <laughs> So that's what I'm definitely looking looking forward to uh, in uh, 2019 because I've been shouting about it for the last year and a half. Anyway, that pretty much brings us to the end of the show. Before we do go, uh, I do want to send a shout out going out to my cousin, um, Zara Painga. She actually lives, I think she lives on the Sunshine Coast, so just up the road from you there, JT. So a big um, happy birthday to uh, my cousin Zara. Uh, but that leads us into well, the thing that we always finish up on, I suppose, that uh, pretty much ends our show off. And for 2019, I dare say, uh, you know, and like I said, this is definitely the um, my favourite part of the show. So uh, then, gentlemen, uh, gosh, I've got to try and look for our uh, little cue thing. But um, uh, before we do go, just want to say a big kia ora once again going out to our sponsors, Race Greg Motors, of course, down there on Grey Street. And finally, for the last time, we hear um, Full Time 1-2. Oh, God. Here we go. Put the boot in. <laughs> well, I guess I'm putting the boot into myself for not organising um, the, the put the boot in sound that... Uh, <laughs> that uh, usually we have all queued up and lined up considering that it's my favourite part of the show and I'm not even um, fully organised. So there you go. That's mine. Put the boot in! Yeah, my put the boot in, Keithy, is, is to us, uh, well, more so you because you're the captain of the show, but, uh, you know, for not thanking all our listeners and, uh, and our followers uh, who have been a part of the show and, and make us uh, who we are. Uh, every every weekend and every midweek uh, that we sort of uh, you know join them and and talk about our sporting interests and just uh, life topics in general. So uh, that's why. Put and mine, of course, uh, I'll just go to a newspaper article that read the headline, Julia Roberts finds life and her holes get bigger with age. <laughs> holes get bigger with age. You think what? It was an unfortunate typo. It's supposed to have been rolls get bigger <laughs> with age. <laughs> so whoever the uh, journalists who wrote that one and made the world headlines, um, <laughs> unfortunately said Julia Roberts' holes get bigger. <laughs> uh, anyway, but that's just one of us. Uh, two words really wraps up my whole year of um, put the boot in. A name, Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your... Put the boot in! Okay, so mine goes out to, given the time of year it is, mine goes out to the whole festive season, Christmas and New Year's, because it's going to take us off the air for two or three weeks. I'm not too happy about that, because I like getting up early at five o'clock on a Saturday morning <laughs> to give a call to you boys to talk tucker and to give my perspective on life's little issues like the greatness of rugby league and all that sort of stuff. So my final put the boot in for 2018 goes to the festive season. Put the boot in! Well, gentlemen, uh, for 2018 uh, in, in particular, just want to say a big um, thanks uh, 
uh, to all three of you. Uh, and, and, and one thing I do want to say is, Ra Walker, get your butt back to work, for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back with you guys in, in the new year, Keithy. Uh, we're missing all the, all the whanau down there. But, uh, you know, and I suppose that's one thing I'll take the time to, to do now is wish all the whanau at, at Tūrangi FM a very safe and prosperous, uh, including our full-time boys, uh, Merry Christmas and, and a Happy New Year. And let's hope uh, 2019 is everything we wish it to be. Reno, it's always awesome to be able to catch up with you, um, my man, and uh, thank you once again for um, bringing in another season of full-time with us throughout the year, and throughout the years, actually. uh, It's always awesome to catch up with you, and uh, just enjoy your Christmas. Yeah, will do, mate, and uh, it's always a pleasure. Look, it's one thing I look forward to on a Saturday morning, joining the boys and talking a lot of kaka. I love talking kaka, bro. Who doesn't? But also... um, just to uh, hear Ra back, bro, because I know Ra, he's uh, been a bit ill health this year, bro, so it's good to have you back on board and on the show and hope things are getting better for you, my man. Uh, JT, uh, you and your whanau over there on the, on the Goldie have a, a wonderful Christmas, uh, the Niwa whanau, and uh, everyone who's uh, listened to the uh, show throughout this year. It's been an amazing show, a lot of fun, and uh, have a safe Christmas and a happy New Year's. Catch you in 2019. And also to you, JT, I guess we let you have the last word. Uh, it's just been awesome to uh, have you join us here uh, as part of the team. Um, uh, we, we've certainly had a lot of fun throughout the year and uh, look forward to uh, 2019, eh? Absolutely. Look, my, my mantra in life is not to be too serious, but I'm just trying to make a bit of a laugh at things. You're not laughing, you're not living with my book, so... Yeah, really, mate. I'm super into that. Right, good to have you back, bro. It's uh, still a little bit of a lack of a spring in your step in terms of what you're coming across. So get that, get that bounce back in your voice, bro, and get that. Uh, we we'll go back a long way, man. Right, back to uh, Russell Braithwaite's uh, 92.6 or 96.2 FM. The, remember that one, right? That was a way, way back. So uh, yeah, love and light to everyone out there, all, all my family back over there, and uh, and also to all you guys as well, and all your families. Have a safe and happy Christmas and a prosperous New Year. Love you all. Tūrunga FM